0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Solutions Brewing Podcast. I'm Brendan, I'm here, joined as often by uh, Stephen Sock and Rob Kalchuk. And today we're going to be talking about some of our favourite drinking stories, or at least the, the stories that our friends would tell if they had to explain who we are when we've had a beer or three. <laughs> to kick us All off, right. I, I think I'm going to toss it over to Mr. Kalchuk. What's your story?
1: Oh yeah, let's 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 know what Kalachuk's up to. All right. Well, maybe before we start, we did
2: get some some feedback saying people wanted to hear us like toast or, or something
1: like that. Um, oh, actually, yeah, we should, So this is the first episode that we've recorded uh, since we actually have done our uploads. So uh, <laughs> to anyone who's listening. Uh, The feedback that you're giving us will now be implemented at this episode going forward. So any of the audio issues and other little things, uh, mostly fixed by now, so...
0: I will throw out here that uh, none of the audio issues or anything prior to this was in any way the fault of our excellent editor, Chris Connie. He has been working to correct all of our mistakes <laughs> and has been advising us. So you'll notice things are getting better and better as we incorporate Chris's feedback and your feedback <laughs> into
1: this podcast. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. Yeah, we made it pretty hard for Chris there the first couple episodes.
1: And- oh, yeah, like one oh, single oh. recording and just being like, oh, yeah, just fix the noise balance and fix the low audio just do it yeah un- unfortunately it's not a black box where you can just shove an algorithm in and just fix it we're not uh, we're not google
0: <laughs> so chris has done a fantastic job in working with us we appreciate everything and it sounds mm-hmm. amazing now back to the toasting Right. so um i don't have any cans
2: any solutions brewing cans on me right now um because I like to make my own. I have it on tap and I haven't scooped any cans yet. But I did bring—I do have a can of um, a local brewery here from an tree called uh, the 948 Brewing Company. And uh, I got a Vienna lager here, I thought, why not? And the trick to this is I'm gonna, because I'm wearing a headset, I wanna make sure people can hear this. I'm gonna hold this really close to my mic, which is also <laughs> conveniently close to my mouth. So <laughs> see if here we go. This
1: works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And, well, I didn't splash it on the mic, so I'm good.
1: Yay! <laughs> It'll be nice once we're allowed allowed able to go we'll to go visit the nine, nine four, was it nine four eight brewery? Yeah.
0: yeah. So when we said drinking stories, it was actually we're just going to record ourselves drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, we're actually just making new stories, starting now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Just, just fifteen to twenty minutes of that. <laughs>
1: I was going to say I'm I'm drinking a, some stuff from my keg. I've got uh, Solutions Brewing DIY on on my tap right now, so I'm having a nice big draw to that. What are you drinking, Brendan?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm above have at work, so... Ah yes. <laughs> ah, yes. I am not in a place where I can have a, a beer, unfortunately.
2: I guess, yeah,
0: they're not too happy about having drinks on camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely not. But uh, I, I will be having a can of dark humor when I get home on Thursday. Excellent. Nice. All right, so... I guess yeah. To get sort of back on topic, uh, <laughs> over over
2: previous episodes, I've kind of been like, you know, here's a problem, here's some solutions, and uh, this one's gonna be, I guess, a little bit different. To the kind of a little more loosey goosey. <laughs> I, I guess a, stories that my friends like to like to say or tell me about are are always like times when you're out camping, especially back in university where. We used to do a little traditional camp trip every year. Oh, yeah. And we'd go to, you know, whatever different places. Uh, so a few times out to Wypress or we'd go out to, like, Crimson Lake, which is uh, up north by Rocky Mountain House. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There, it wasn't backcountry camping or anything like that, but it, you know. Remote. It was, it, was nice to, it was nice to get remote. Most importantly, to get out of cell phone range so people can't bother you. Uh, but I, I've i had a couple, and probably one of my favorite ones is, um, you know, you head out on a Friday, or people who can, they leave Thursday so that you can actually get a get a spot because it gets busy. But I had to work Friday. So, you know, all these people got to go up Friday during the day or, or Thursday night. By the time I got there Friday evening, you know, they're, everyone's about, I don't know, four or five beers ahead of me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem. You know what? I'll, I'll pitch my tent and take care of everything later. And uh, <laughs> so, you know by the by the time you've had a few beers and you can barely stand up straight and it's dark out you're like oh yeah I'll, I'll just set my tent up and you're like and you start doing it and you think you did a pretty good job and then you stand back and look at it and then it just falls over <laughs> you know and then I'm like so then then you know you give up you just give up and then uh I'm like I okay, I'm just going to sleep in my car tonight and uh <laughs> I hate telling this story, I don't know why it's (laughs) public, but go to sleep in the car, no big deal, right, you think you can sleep in a car, Mm -hmm. but uh, I've clearly had half a beer or maybe one beer too many, but I don't know it yet. Of course. Still feeling good, until you lie down. So I lie down, put the seat back, lie down, and uh, I can feel it coming, like, oh, okay, well, Okay. There's no reason to panic, right? No reason to panic. It's just open the door and get out. Couldn't find the door handle. No. this this is my own car. This is my own car. How do I not know where the handle is? It's got to be there somewhere. And uh, I can't find it. And And of course, as you can start to feel it building up, you start getting that, you know, little sense of panic and you're trying to move a little bit faster. You're like, where is it? Where is it? Like almost clawing or scratching at the window or the door. Trying to find this handle, couldn't find it. Couldn't find it, man. And uh, I guess to put it nicely, I basically made soup on myself. So, <laughs> oh, so this is like all over me. I'm like, and I'm just trying to keep it on myself so it doesn't get like all over in the car. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, oh, just like lying there, like oh, like throwing up in your own lap. It's like, oh my god, this is gross. <laughs> and then. And then and then, of course, what happens when you're all done? I found the fucking door handle. <laughs> <laughs> so that I open the door, and then, you know, trying to keep everything together and just kind of roll out of the car so that everything just falls on the ground. And, of course, I was in my clothes still. So I just I just stripped down right there, walk around <laughs> to the other side of the car, and then sleep on the other side.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was this your old Acura that you did this in?
2: No, this was a Saturn... Ah, this is even, this predates the Acura. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so whatever, fall asleep. And then I wake up, wake up early because the birds are fighting over the mess on the other side. (laughs) I was like, like, oh, man, (laughs) it's like, this is so bad. So I, I get out, find some clothes, get dressed. And turns out one of my other friends was already up, and he had started a fire. I was like, "Perfect!" So I'm looking at these clothes. And I'm like, "I am not saving these." I I just bundled them up and tossed them into the fire. Like, okay. And uh, and unfortunately, like because I was going to uh, the U of C, and my folks lived in town, that I I uh, was I stayed at home while attending university. And I and af- after this camping trip, I uh, I told my mom what happened because. Uh, fairly close with, fairly close with my mom and uh, and uh, I, I like to tell her these things because I know what bothers her and uh, <laughs> when I told her the story of a after like how I just burned the clothes and she's like were those your good jeans <laughs> like, oh, that's
1: a total mom response oh, That's <laughs> yeah. a fair question <laughs>
2: it's like thanks mom. <laughs>
1: So now, I, I think we got to
0: know, Rob, were they the good jeans? No. That's... Oh, thank God. Okay, thank God. No, they were just like the old jeans that I wore for camping. Or, uh... Well, I guess that would have been the follow-up question. Is why were you wearing your good jeans out by the fire? Don't you know right. that,
1: <laughs>
0: What I should have told her was they're not the good jeans anymore. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, they used to be. <laughs> so the lesson here, I guess, is uh, set your tent up before you get three beers yeah. in. Yes.
2: Yeah. Would. <laughs> <laughs> Get your gear set
0: up before
2: you start drinking <laughs> yeah, and of course, you know you should be more aware of your limits, which of course, I was thought of at that time, but you
1: know, we've all got those, Steve, you want to go next uh yeah, I could go next, or if you want to go with brendan uh mine has no, mine no has, yeah mine, okay, yeah okay, so
0: but okay. but but keep in mind that your son will listen to this at some point in his
1: life so. he is two weeks old right now so yeah. it'll be a long time removed from this point <laughs> <laughs> so okay so this one is it's there's two little small stories in the big story and it's the story of mort sandy so usually when i drink you know i, I have i get in get into a flow or whatever and every once in a while I hit that perfect state where just things are happening i'm really snappy on my responses it's like uh, what's that old comic it was like the inebriati having oh, yeah. having two <laughs> beers was perfect and having more than two beers is when you get off the rails i kind of hit a flow state with that and so so the story was we were going up to our cousin's place uh kelsey's cousins uh for just to go up for the night to visit and that sort of thing and the two sub stories is on the way just before we left our house just getting the car ready and all that there's this massive green caterpillar in my garage like massive guy he was like two to three inches long huge but we were leaving for a couple days I'm like buddy if you're in the garage like you're gonna starve and die like hey I'm gonna take you outside and there's this big spruce tree near my front yard and I'm just like okay I'll put the cat litter on here it'll be fine you'll be okay so <laughs> I kind of unceremoniously picked him up and just dumped him on the a branch of the spruce tree which he didn't like so he kind of curled up and hit every branch on the way down <laughs> from where I placed him, and so he basically was going like "fuck this, fuck that," nah, and just like hit the ground and it was okay. But it was like okay, that's fine. And the second the second little story is that we went up there and we brought up a brand new board game called Mysterium. It's a game about a ghost trying to communicate with dreams. So there's a whole bunch of like, uh, like not quite tarot cards, but. Like these dream image cards that they basically they have weird stuff on them, stuff like gnomes in a tree or like train tracks going through a desert or some just weird stuff, and you're supposed to use those cards to help guide people in certain directions. So we go up to the cousin's place and we you know meet and have all this stuff, and we start drinking, and I hit I hit the flow state at like basically midway. We had just finished. Uh, a one game is started at another and I don't, I don't know what it was it was just like something clicked and I had like a slight personality shift where <laughs> uh, what was happening was I became a lawyer now my background is not a lawyer at all but <laughs> we were playing with some of our cousins and they got into like they, they know each other quite well but they are just getting this little squabble and I was like oh don't worry I'll represent you at your trial and then, so the other cousin's like, well, what, would you represent me at the at, at, at the same trial? I'm like, absolutely. And they're like, isn't that a conflict of interest? I'm like, no, it's fantastic. It's double billing. <laughs> and so when we we're playing this game and playing with these cards, just the, like, the cards that came up, they would ask my opinion on them. And at this point, we're not even playing the game that much. And so this one came up with a boat and there was whaling on it, but there was lions on it and dogs and stuff. And so they're like, what, what, what's your opinion on this? And I'm like, I am for whaling, but I am against dog fighting. And it was just like a string for like two hours of just like all of these little, little sayings in that. And then the story came up, you know, who was, you know, it's Mort Sandy law, law and order. And they're like, who's your partner? I'm like, Caterpillar. Caterpillar's my, my partner. And they're like, who's this Caterpillar? And so I tell them the story of my, me doing this Caterpillar. And it's like Caterpillar's catchphrase is fuck this, fuck that. mia. And they just lost their ever-loving shit doing this. Since then, like, I've never hit that since. Like, that was, like, a perfect state. Like, I, and even from that one night, like, went to bed, woke up fine. Like, no hangover, no nothing. But I've never been able to hit that state since. And they keep on, every time I go up to visit the cousins and all that, they're like, hey, is Mort Sandy coming out tonight? And I'm like, oh, that's a lot of drinking. I don't know, man, if it's going to come out. But then it's 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 come to the vernacular nowadays that they're like, oh yeah, like I need a lawyer. can you can you get go get mort for me? And I'm like, oh yeah, give me a couple hours. I'll go get him <laughs> or, or leave, leave him a, leave him a voicemail. he'll get back to you in a couple of hours. But man, like that side of the family now just like that's a legend. It's a legendary night people who weren't there they missed out on. Being able to come by, they like they talk about it. They're like, "Oh, we've heard so many stories." Because I don't remember any of it. That <laughs> this is all like third hand. Come back to me now.
0: Lord <laughs> Sandy, attorney at law.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, With his partner, Caterpillar. Yeah, and and there was it's like all these cards. Like again, if you've never played Mysterium, Mysterium's it's it's a great game, but it's like some of the cards you will look at here, like what is going on here? Like there'll be like a mouse knight with like a tiny sword and he's like fight, fighting for some cheese or something like that. And yeah, apparently like they just, the game stopped and they were just like, Hey Steve, what do you think about this? Or Mort, what do you think about this? <laughs>
0: so I'm going to go, go back to the university days. Cause uh, I, I feel like that closes the loop nicely with Rob's story. Um, but I, I'm not going to, uh, we're not going to talk about camping during, during university. Although we did go camping every every year and had some good times out there but we did once a year yep (laughs) but the story i'm going to tell is in third year uh i i went to school in toronto and i was living in a house with four other guys uh we had the main floor of a place and we were all engineers and every now and then we had to blow off steam so uh we'd have a, a little get together or a few drinks and and see where the night went sort of thing um and we decided one week that we were going to do uh the Sentry club now we had already kind of done a number of other different things we did uh, edward 40 hands uh one one weekend which which was a good time we had a cake party on one time we've we've done a number of different things but but Sentry club was an interesting one and because we're of we were all of an engineering mindset we had to sit down because we we knew this was a going to be an interesting idea and for the listeners who don't know the Sentry club thing is to have one ounce of beer every minute for 100 minutes yeah and we were, we we're like oh yeah that'll be fun like it's an, it's an ounce of beer it's not that much I every and we'll have we'll be able to we'll be able to do it no problem and they're like well how much beer do we need <laughs> so we had to sit down and calculate out and it's it's just over it's like eight and a third 12 ounce cans of beer so we we're like okay great we went out we bought the beer we were in toronto so i mean at the time they had a fantastic bucket beer scene it was basically like a, an early calgary craft brewing scene but every beer cost a dollar so we are our, our favorite at that point was uh lakeport which had three different types of beer a honey brown a red and a lager and they all taste the same so we bought it because it reminded us of the 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 Simpsons Duff Beer commercial, where they have the three different types of Duff, and it's revealed that it's all coming <laughs> out of <at> the same Oh <laughs> yeah, so it's just yeah, the three yeah. So we went, we got the beer that we needed, <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. We sat down, we're like, hold on a second here. We got to be smart about this because, what happens if, for whatever reason? We can't properly keep track of time. So one of, okay. what of, what of our friends, uh, <laughs> hey, he had a test the next day or, or something going on the next day. So he was like, I, I won't do the challenge, but I'll be the timekeeper and I'll just keep you guys honest. So he, we got out the whiteboard and he had the big board. And he's like, "And I'll mark down every minute just so that we would keep track of where we're at so that you guys don't actually, accidentally drink like 20 beers in the night. So we started going and we didn't really have much planned for this whole thing. We just sat at the table and we... We had our shot glasses out there and it was a really sad scene for about the first 10 minutes. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys have ever done the, this, this Century club thing before, but the first, the first 15 to 20 minutes feel really slow yeah. because you are having exactly one ounce of beer every minute, but it doesn't take a long time to drink an ounce of beer and there's a, a long time in a minute. So you're sitting there and you're kind of just like, okay, I've had one ounce, kind of wish we had put on a hockey game or something. <laughs> but I guess we'll just wait till the next minute And just so this yeah, I mean we were kind of joking about uh, <laughs> it was like wow, this kind of awkward. So the first 10 minutes go by and, and after so you're done your first beer after 12 minutes, which for a first beer of the night is not a terrible pace. I mean, like, I, I'm sure we've all done that at the bar. You have a hard day at work and you go down and you have your first beer
1: pretty quick. Yeah, the first one goes down easy.
0: And then and then you keep going. And, and by, by minute 24, you're now done two beers. So that's two beers in, in 24 minutes. And now you're starting to feel something and, and time's starting to, to blur a little bit. And... Another twelve minutes go by, and so basically a half hour. You've had three beers, and a few <laughs> things start to happen at this point. And that you you, you kind of start to lose the sense of time. It feels like the minutes are getting shorter. You're, you're just kind of not sure about it. You're you're starting to distrust the timekeeper a little bit, but you're like, okay, whatever. Random jokes are coming out of nowhere. Nobody knows. Kind of like topics <laughs> of conversation are spinning left, right, and center, and it's like, okay, this is a pretty good time now, and I'm having, uh, I'm doing all right. And then. By the time you get to uh, a minute 48, so now you've had four beers, um, and all that fluid has to go somewhere, so you got to be like, okay, well, we now I have to go to the bathroom. But the rules of the game are that every minute you have to have a shot of beer. Mm-hmm. So there, 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 there's no bathroom exceptions. So fortunately for us, the place we were in had two bathrooms, both adjacent to the kitchen, where we were having our little get-together there, so we were able to take turns and people were sprinting in and out of the bathroom so that they could be back in a minute <laughs> and nobody nobody fell behind it was all good and then you get to an hour and now now at the end of an hour you've had five beers in an hour which is five times the uh recommended pacing yeah for,
1: that's uh for, for a beer yeah that, that's starting to get drunk so yeah get drunk drunk
0: yeah you're, you're you're pretty drunk at this point and the time just keeps Flying by, you think you've just had an, a, a a shot a shot of beer, and then the timekeeper tells you you're going again, you're going again. You start distrusting the count that he has. You're like, no, we must be done by now. He's like, no, you're at seventy two, right here on the board, only- very calmly <laughs> explaining everything that's going on and all this sort of stuff, and so you end up spilling things all over left right and center you're starting to wonder why you didn't put chips on the table and it, it just ends up being a an interesting experience and then finally you get to a hundred and you're done but you still have two-thirds of a beer left in front of you and it's only been an hour and a half since your evening started <laughs> <laughs> so like i said we hadn't really planned out what was going to happen after this and we're like well what the hell do we do now? And so we, somebody had the bright idea to turn the music on and the neighbors from upstairs and the neighbors from downstairs came over and we had a hell of a party that night. It <laughs> <laughs> just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and like for, for us at that time in our life and at that age and our uh, metabolism and all that sort of stuff, it was like the perfect hour and a half primer for a party. <laughs> yeah. We were just, cause, Cause eight beers. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> that's a few. Um, Definitely. <laughs> Something to be done, like, it was a lot of fun having, going through the process, but then also having kind of the timekeeper, who was our kind of sober guardian, through it out. And he just had a ton of stories the next day. He's like, you guys couldn't keep your time straight. Like, you kept thinking that you were two shots behind, and you kept trying to pour yourself
1: more beer. And we're like, no, you're on, you're on pace. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, actually, did anyone vomit? Because that's usually one of the results of the century, is that literally they can't hold the carbonation and the beer and they just it all comes up uh no not in
0: our our run i mean we are everybody kind of kept everything together and like once the the party started afterwards it wasn't like we were drinking immediately again everybody kind of recognized that they had just had eight beers so <laughs> slow <laughs> so now. you slowed down for an hour or so um <laughs> and then and then we had a, a had a decent night for the rest of the night but that's awesome. yeah that's my stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. we used to call it. it's a
0: lot of fun uh, if you oh go ahead Rob.
2: i was just gonna say we had a i've heard of that game before but we called it uh the centurion like a spartan centurion you know oh
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's that's what we called it yeah no we we did it a few times but uh I, I was gonna say the most of the problem that we ran into is that people literally couldn't buy the 40th or 50th uh drink or like just being like nope, i'm gonna stuff's coming up or I'm going to stop and all that. It was very rare to get like two or three people actually all the way to the, the finish line. <laughs> we were uh, a pack of heavy drinkers, I guess in 30. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> we should
2: do that for an episode where just like every minute of the show, we just take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you want the show to be? <laughs> For
1: this show, we're just drinking beer very rapidly. We'll yeah. we'll I, I can see just... our descent into madness. Yeah. No, no, I like would, I would pour... say at a very measured pace. And then poor Chris at the at the end of it, just being like, "Oh God, it's just like random screaming and yelling and God knows what." Like yeah, that's Lord. what I was just about to get to. I was like,
2: Chris, Chris is just shaking his head listening to this. Probably was like, "Don't you dare do that." <laughs> No, we'll be good, Chris. We'll be good so i what we need now is we need uh, some people to tell us some some of their stories you should uh oh yeah, hit us up on social media or on or an email solutions Brewing uh, no problems at solutionsbrewing dot com or at solutions Brewing co that's our social media handle um yeah, let us uh tell us your favorite story about yourself. We'd like to hear it. <laughs> maybe we should share some yeah. of them too if we hear any that'd be pretty that'd be pretty neat to read some of them
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely well i think that's it for for this episode and join us next week when we continue our long standing uh, quest to figure out uh, what what it takes to open a successful brewery we'll get there eventually <laughs>
2: eventually yeah. i feel like that's kind of like the carrot we keep dangling
0: <laughs> 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 someday someday
1: well Thanks, guys, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you again next episode.
2: Yeah, take care of it.